Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Ladies and gentlemen, we have two extremely stupid headlines. Which one Which one do you guys want to hear first? Do you want to hear the NHL stupid headline or do you want to hear the Kurt Schilling stupid headline? Uh, ooh, Kurt Schilling so that we get it out of the way? Okay, all right. Because it's election <laughs> so that day. It's gone? So this is fun. So Kurt Schilling, uh, this is less of a headline, more of a tweet. Mm. But I can account it as a headline because whatever. Mm. So Kurt Schilling tweets a picture and it's of a guy at a Trump rally. That says, uh, what is it? Journalist rope tree. Yes. Some assembly required. And he writes, okay, so much awesome here, dot, dot, dot. Now, he also then took a video of a guy, you know, talking about being uh, politically correct. Mm. And now that's ruining the world. And he's a comedian. And it's a very funny little bit. And he's like, I was being sarcastic, world. I was being sarcastic. And I thought, I thought to myself, okay, so you, you want to make a lynching joke, which, you know, by the way, yeah. America has a bit of a history with lynching. A little bit. Uh, a little bit of a racial history with lynching. So there's, uh, there's some context there as to why people might get offended by it. Mm. I think it would be hilarious if we came up with a t-shirt that was like, you know, knife, um, um, <laughs> knife, knife, ankle, ankle uh, ketchup stain, repeat. <laughs> uh, do, do you think we could come up with a t-shirt like that and how well would no, it sell? No, because then we would just be stooping down to this imbecile's level. This imbecile. Talking about sarcasm and then people getting offended. So wait, if if you were being sarcastic about that, Kurt. If you were, were being, you being Kurt about it, Kurt? Yeah, if you were being sarcastic about it, dude who wants to run for office because now any idiot can run for office. Well, that's democracy. Of, of, and God bless it. But... If you were being sarcastic, Kurt, that means you don't like the shirt. You're saying it's awesome, but you're being sarcastic, which means you don't like it. You idiot. Wow. You don't know what sarcasm means. You idiot. Damn. <laughs> I feel like an idiot for not even th- recognizing that. Ah, uh, shut up, Kurt. You can pitch a baseball. That was the only thing you were ever good at. Shut the hell up. Hey, Kurt, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? <laughs> The second... What's the matter? He doesn't know the definition of sarcasm. All right. And moving on, Kurt's your your old racist uncle. Anyway, um, dumbest headline actual for today, and this is really a headline, uh, is who is better after their first 58 career games, Crosby or McDavid? <laughs> now, where is this from? Uh, all over. All o- oh. Well, it's from it's from uh, a com- a competing network actually. Oh. But everybody today, I can't just put it on them. Everybody, Crosby and McDavid hit a wall. They, yeah, which also <laughs> that same network posted uh, about it was Austin Matthews. Now, this here's the thing. I understand where they're going with this. Sure, because the matchup tonight is Crosby versus McDavid. I think therefore it's relevant. It's relevant. And, I, and I'm here, I'm going to stick up for it because okay. I myself have been uh, bringing up some quote-unquote irrelevant things. Mm-hmm. So now, once a week, when the Leafs are about to play a team, I like to do this thing that I'm starting to call branches, which is going through an old Leafs trade with that team and just looking yeah, it's a trade tree. all of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, why would I write that? Why would I write that? Well, because it's interesting. It's interesting, but it's also just something loosely connected to the matchup that night. What can I do to compare the Oilers and the Penguins? Well, there's really not a whole lot. I know there's Crosby McDavid, 
what can we really compare between the two? Career matchup? I mean, they do that every time Crosby and Ovechkin play. I, okay, okay. So you can't. No, so what can you do? You I, can compare their first 58 And I, I appreciate that, but you're you're literally, it, it's air. There is nothing, at least with your tra- your branches thing, your branches articles, which, by the way, are pretty interesting. Things I that, know. They actually happened. These things actually happened. The first which this comparison games. is is literally people from Edmonton are going to say McDavid, people from Pittsburgh are going to say Crosby, and the rest of us don't care. I don't understand. The where rest the point. of us What's get to decide. Oh, do we? Well, that's great. and you I, know what? It doesn't effing matter. No, oh, absolutely, it doesn't not. matter. I will throw this out there though. Okay, what are the numbers? What are the numbers? I don't even know because I don't care. You do? Okay, fair right, no, I read the article, but I read it this morning very, very early. Yeah, um, are, what's the answer? The I want to know. Are, the points are Jesse, almost the same. Tell me who's better. Uh, points are almost the same, but it is a, uh, it's actually a video, so I'm not going to pull it open. I think again. I retweeted it last mm. night, and anyway. I'm looking for it right now. Anyway, their numbers are very similar. So what I would argue, since they have similar numbers— it, oh, here it is right here. Thank you. Crosby in his first uh, 58 games, 28 goals, 37 assists, 65 points. Pretty no, cool. sorry, first 58 games. 28 games would be incredible. Uh, McDavid, 21 goals, 41 assists, 62 points. So Crosby is only three points better. I would argue... That's interesting. McDavid, 62, is more impressive. Because Crosby's first 58 games were in the 2005-2006 season when you got 10 goals just for putting a jersey on. And Everyone he, had a 30-goal season was, Who was year. on his team at that point? Who, Sergei Crosby? Gonchar. Oh, yeah, Sergey Gonchar and no one. And Mario Lemieux. Well, and Mario wow. Lemieux. But that team was bad. That Pittsburgh Penguins team mm-hmm. was horrible. Crosby had uh, 100 points that season. Did he really in his he first year? Rookie year, yeah. Over. Holy over smokes. Ovechkin yeah. had like 120. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Ovechkin was nuts. Or no, Thornton, I think, won the Art Ross with 125. That's not wow. going to happen again. Well, yes, it is. Well, it, The pendulum will swing. It's pendulum just will swing. Goalies got smarter. Now players are starting to get smarter. Right Look now we're like, wow, in- you were a point of game? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the uptick in scoring this year, I think, is indicative of the fact the players are actually getting smarter and learning how to score again. It's good. Fair Pendulum enough. swings, right? Goes back and forth. Now, um, <laughs> I just, I feel like we're making a little bit too much of a guy who's played less than 60 games in the NHL. Sidney Crosby has played way more than that. At, oh, you're talking about Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. I wonder, I question, is, and, and this, you know, be mad at me for this or, or, you know, that sort of thing, but yes, McDavid is undeniably top three, maybe the best player in the world right now, just what, looking at his skills. But what has he accomplished? You just answered your own. First of all, he captained Team North America, Adam. That was even, that's a team more prestigious than the Oilers themselves. <laughs> like, I know this is very, like, hot take of me, but McDavid, let, let's, can we just chill on the mania for a uh, no, little bit? No, we absolutely can't. He will chill on the McDavid mania when he gives us a reason to. Yeah, when he I, retires. Yeah, he's dude. He's I don't know. Chugga, 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 chugga. He's too unreal. He's too unreal. The debate is Crosby. Everyone seems to acknowledge that Crosby is the best player in the league. Year, year in, year out. Yeah. You know, sometimes they like to say, oh, Claude Giroux took the title. Or this year, Patrick Kane took the title. Or No, year in, year out, it's Sidney Crosby. People are trying to argue that that's McDavid already at 19 years old. 
So I get it. Uh, that's somewhat interesting. That was very hot take. I don't think it's hot take. It's just like okay, like uh, uh, is Wait, this going to be no Adam? Is this oh, going to be? You don't make a big deal about McDavid. No, that's, <laughs> not, that's not what no, I said. Though. I don't think he's going to pan out. That isn't what I said. What I said was, when does he get traded to St. We, Louis for a third? Can we just can we can we find a different angle? Or is it always going to be? Is it every team that McDavid plays this year? Is it going to be McDavid versus fill in the blank? You know what? I think last year we were robbed of it a little bit. So we're getting our McDavid rookie mania out mm-hmm. in his sophomore year, which okay. we didn't have with Crosby. Like last year he didn't come to Toronto. He never faced Crosby either. He didn't face Did Crosby McDavid? last year? No, McDavid, mm, he lit the Leafs up last year. Oh, okay. There was in one Toronto? game. Not in Toronto. Not in I don't Toronto. So. I don't. That was his first trip to Toronto. It was. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it wasn't yeah, his first I, time. I don't remember. No, it was I, his first trip to Toronto yeah. uh, because Toronto went out there last year. Yeah. Okay. I just remember the psychotic LFR that I made about it where I was talking to an orange ball that was supposed to represent the lottery ball mm-hmm. that the Leafs were apart from getting McDavid. Mm-hmm. Like Gretzky came out to see McDavid. It's a big deal. I don't know. Bobby Orr. Paul you know what? I, I guess what I want to hear about maybe, and maybe I'm weird, is the fact that the Edmonton Oiler team has done so well. Right? Like, no one's taught. I haven't seen one article about, hey, the Oilers are in first when they were in first. I know it's just a month in, but the Oilers are in first. Like, that's a big deal. No man. one seems to be ready to give the Habs their due, and no one seems to be ready to give the Oilers their that's due. That's my point. And, and I don't mean this was not yeah. a slag on McDavid, so don't anybody take it that way. Obviously, Connor McDavid is probably the best player in the league, and will probably, I think he's going to win the scoring championship this year. Uh, yeah. Barring yeah. injury. Yeah, Crosby. Un- unless Artem Anisimov keeps this up. Yo, Crosby, <laughs> Crosby doesn't Crosby lead the league in goals in already? six less games than everybody else. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> it's it's do you, you just hate the Penguins right now? He, just for being so good? I think he sat the first six games out just going, no, no, I'll give him a head start. <laughs> and then he just decided to come and ruin everyone's fun because he's sitting Crosby and he can't. I and, wish we could look up all the tweets from the people last year who were like, I wonder if this is the year he fell, he falls off. This is, remember when, was it, who was the guy before? Mike Johnston is their, is their coach now? Or was no, it no, coach? no. He's the one who got fired. Yeah. That was the one who got fired. When it's, he was uh, the coach. Sul- Sullivan. Yes. Yes. So when Mike, Johnson was Mike the coach. Mike Sullivan. It's a bunch of Mikes. That's mm-hmm. the confusing part. When, when Johnson was the coach. I would love to look up tweets from just that that time, especially in Pittsburgh, when they're like, "Oh man, this could be the year that we got to blow it apart and send Crosby away." Like we even said, well, "What's going on?" Right? Mm-hmm. I would just love to pull that up. Yeah, I guess. I guess I, I feel like I look at the Edmonton Oilers. I'm like, "Yes, I get the Connor McDavid thing," but for the entire first month, and I guess partially too, because they rolled through town and it was McDavid versus Matthews and whatever. I want to talk about the fact that the rest of the Oiler team. Looks really good. As in, hey, they finally have a goaltending. Oh my, a goaltender. They, oh my God, their defense is stabilized. Mm. What a surprise. And they have depth at forward. Like it's, this is actually a pretty good team. This was the really interesting thing about the Hall Larson trade is that that's not fair value for Taylor Hall. That was always the argument. But they took some of that money, they used it on Lucic. Oh, well, that contract is way too long. Okay, but here and now, they get Lucic and Larson, and they got Puglia-Yarvi. Uh, and Dreisaitl's playing the whole year. That's 100% true. Dreisaitl plays the whole year. Nurse is going to play the whole year. McDavid will hopefully play the whole year. Mm-hmm. It's a different team. The Oilers look way better last year if they have McDavid the whole time. Mm-hmm. We just thought they can. We just thought they were still that bad. Because they didn't have McDavid for half the season. 
Like this has I been think, like what twelve years, and they finally turned the corner. That's the story. To I me. think it's time to start talking playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to make it. I'm saying it's time to start talking. I am. They would have to drop off pretty significantly to not make it. They'd have to Montreal drop off. I They'd would have think. to from Last here year. on out be an under 500 team. That is such an interesting thing about this early part of the NHL season. It's very important. Montreal is what ten one and one. Yep. If they finish. 500 the rest of the way they're one of the top teams in the east carry wow. price man yeah it's a hell of a drug that's right all they have to <laughs> all they have to do is yeah finish 10 wins over 500 and you're in which they are yeah, yeah or and they wins, will whatever yeah um again barring carry price going down for some sort of catastrophic injury like you last need- year you need roughly like what forty two wins to make the playoffs with some sh- shootout and OT losses mixed in there. All right, they got thirty two left. Wow, that's a good way to look at. It. Jeez, that's scary. It, yeah, um, I do. Okay, we we, we want to talk about the Leafs and Canucks, and I know that to everybody, bury it to bury it before you roll your eyes before we bury it. Let's make people wait a little bit longer. Oh, Adam. All right. Fine. Since we're on the subject of Montreal, can we talk about the one regular? regular time loss they've experienced this year, which is a very perplexing 10 to nothing loss to Columbus, which what is, that? which had more than one Canuck or Canuck, Canuck blue jacket fan reach out to me and go, see, we're damn good. Okay. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I remember, uh, Kyle Wellwood and Alex Steen having a big night for the Leafs. Um, a few years ago in the middle of, I want to say a 10 to two win. Over the Bruins. I want to say it was against the Bruins. Um, Which meant that year the Leafs were way better than the Bruins and everyone else. (laughs) Never mind the fact that they missed the playoffs. But that 10 to 2. Bad forever. Yeah, but they had one 10 2 win in in the regular season. So there you go. Patrick Waugh. Was lit up for what eleven goals in an eleven to one defeat, I believe, against the Detroit Red Wings in his final game with the Montreal Canadiens. Therefore, Patrick Waugh, bum. Right. Therefore, Patrick Waugh, bum. <laughs> Who cares that he won the Conn Smythe in the playoffs? I want to talk about a regular season game mm-hmm. from earlier that year. Well, and and not to take anything away from Columbus, they are five three and two. They're sixth in the Metro Division. Great. Are they sixth with that record? Yeah. You're joking. Well, that's what uh, that's what Google says. I can I can look up the actual NHL.com, but uh, Google says five three and two with six six five, in the Metropolitan. That might They've be a mistake. They've also only but... played nine games, though. Yeah, if that's the case. Okay, so they probably. Oh, it's about to that's say good, that's a good record, but a damn good division. But wow. five three and two is ten. Oh my god, my math. I, mean, I didn't. So I didn't even bother to check it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, I can't. I can't get anything. Ah, oh, this. Th- I'm batting zero. So, yeah, I mean, they look like a better team, right? Sure. Wierenski. But do they not live and die by one factor and one factor alone? Sergey Bobrovsky. No, but the thing to me is their cap situation. And the interesting thing is going to be, hopefully you start to cultivate um, these young draft picks mm-hmm. and, and up-and-comers. The challenge for the Blue Jackets is going to be a couple years from now, when they got to resign these guys and they have no bloody money left. That's going to be the challenge. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can afford them but you can't add. Or justifying not not 
drafting Jesse Pugliarvi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <And> my God. <laughs> what is the goal? What do you play the games for? Don't say to win the game. You play what? to win the game. You play to Hello? win the cup. Oh. Play to win the bloody Stanley Cup. Is that what the is that what it is? A little bit. I have never I've never experienced one of those in my lifetime. I didn't realize that was the reason. If the Blue Jackets the, the, put it this way, the Blue Jackets still got some work to do. Despite um, you know, some positive trends, they got some work to do if they want to ever be in that conversation. If they make the playoffs, I won't be like that's preposterous. There's no way they can make the playoffs. No, no, no. I could see it. I could see the Leafs well, making the, the playoffs. The East is wide open. I don't open. think they're going to win the thing. And that's the point. You want to be a contender. That's all. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Look, great start. Congrats. Speaking of contenders for last place, let's talk about Vancouver. Um, Ooh, so we, uh, we, we, need to, uh, we need to discuss the game. Let's get to it right now. Well, no, I want to discuss how, me getting yelled at. How many years does Nazem Kadri need to be suspended for? Go. A seven. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years suspension. Because the hit happened in the six, and he'd be suspended for seven years, therefore 67, just like the laughs. I agree. So I have had just an awful 42 hours, maybe plus. 42, that's plus very hours. specific. Did I say 42? Yeah, did you mean 48? 48. God, okay. I'm dumb. <sighs> regroup, regroup. <laughs> Very bad. 60, Jesse, have your last 42 hours, hours or so. You, 67 hours. Jesse, how, how have your last 42 hours been, man? Better than Steve's. Better than Steve's? Okay, all right. Probably. What's going on, Steve? What's eating at you? So I tweeted during the game, imagine being Alex Burrows. Friggin' gross. I don't know how anyone could disagree with that. You could have tweeted that before the game. What do you mean? You, what do you mean you don't understand how anyone could could disagree with that, Adam? Well, just disagree with what the tweet? Disagree with the sentiment behind the tweet? What did I say in the tweet? What's what's the subject? Um, Alex Burrows. Alex Bur- and what else? His lack of character. Oh, is there anyone else involved in that tweet? I don't think so. No. That's right, Adam. I, I only mentioned one person in the stupid tweet. Alex Burrows. And all I got was, what, what about Nazem Kadri? I'm not talking about Nazem Kadri. I'm talking about that rat on your team. That rat piece of garbage. That always stick working, always biting. People are telling me, oh, well, you know, Burrows, you know, he's been suspended, but not, but not, not very often. Or I think someone said he has one less suspension than Kadri. You're, so you're just blind. You're just completely telling me Burroughs never does dirty things okay, ever. This is never does. Dirty. But what about Kadri? I'm not talking about Kadri. All everything that went wrong for me was because of this tweet. And Dan Murphy from Out West on Sportsnet retweeted it, and I'm we DM'd and talked it out. But I'm still a little pissed at him because he tw- he retweeted it to all his totally reasonable Canucks fans that follow him. With the context that I was saying Burroughs is dirty and Kadri is not. In the video, I said Kadri didn't need to lay the hit. Didn't need to lay the hit. Now, let me apologize because I got heated. And I said, well, it was a legal hit. Oh, well, Steve. And although just so passive aggressive. Well, Steve, I didn't know the hits that got five minute majors were legal. Okay. Okay. You win. It wasn't a legal check. But he didn't get suspended for it. It wasn't suspendable. If, and this was the other one, and I can just imagine the voice I was getting. If one of the Canucks did that to Austin Matthews, oh. you'd be losing your mind. First of all, 
stop breathing so heavy when you say that. Stop stop breathing so oh. heavy because you're your, so excited for one of your plugs. Give your cap locks a, a break. <laughs> oh, no, no, but Adam, they're excited. They're a little excited, if you know what I mean. I saw the little fist bit motion the, you made. A little bit of the blue pill excited yep. that one of their plugs is going to take a run at Marner or Matthews or Nylander. That wasn't what I was saying. What I was saying is Burroughs is a hunk of garbage. I, I'm so sick of the dishonesty that's coming out of this. Someone was talking about Kadri's clear headshot on Sedin and Riley's clear headshot on Jansen. Well, then they that's weren't watching they the replays because Riley's was clean. Hansen, yeah. And by the way, let me just say, I know that Kadri got a charging. It was a five minute major for charging. Mm. But if you watch the replay, you have to have three strides for it to be a charge. Yeah. I didn't see one. Did he glide towards him? And and, and also, we've all seen the frontal view now of the, of uh, was it Daniel? No, Adam. Which, we need one angle that doesn't show the front at all. So we show that that shows it. We see the frontal view point of contact is not, it's his shoulder. It's not his head. And by the way, he had his head down. Oh, another favorite. Another favorite. <laughs> it's like I, another favorite. If you need to review it. With this many angles, then it's a dirty hit. What are you thick? <laughs> Somebody said. Why that? do they review them then? Why is there a committee? Why is there a department of player safety? Why do we have cameras? What's the point? What's the point? You know what should happen every time a hit gets gets laid like that? They should just black out. Just black out the television, and all we hear are the voices. And oh, a very secret committee of people in hoods in, in Stonehenge are going, and they're, <laughs> and they're channeling the Department of Player Safety gods. And that's how we review these things now. Why do we review them? If you need to review it, maybe that, it's that dirty. Is, what is, are you, an idiot? L- yeah, what's that, wrong with What's the matter with you? <laughs> that's a, That's the most idiotic thing I think I've ever heard. Stupid. And these are smart people tweeting these things. I'm like, you're not. You're just not thinking with your head. So, Canucks fans, I do need to apologize to some, okay? Because this podcast has got to be so hard to listen to for some of you. I I had a nice little moment yesterday where I was tweeting with a Canucks fan about just other random things, and I was like, oh, see, life continues. Mm-hmm. Life continues, and it was so nice. Um, and I said, I I said. Um, with Canucks fans, it's exhausting because it doesn't freaking end. It doesn't end. Drake gets over things faster than Canucks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, I, one person in particular said, you know what? Labeling a whole fan base is immature and childish. And to that I say, you're absolutely right. And I apologize. I'm apologizing to you right now. However, this is my piece now. I've been doing this. This is my 10th season doing this. So over those nine and a half seasons, we'll call it, I've had run-ins with every fan base over certain things, okay? Run-ins with every fan base over whatever. In my experience, ordeals with the Vancouver Canucks are by far... The most unpleasant to deal with. Exhausting, and they take forever. And then more dishonesty. When I responded to something that I saw in my timeline yesterday, oh my God, Steve, you're still talking about this. LOL, LOL, No, I'm talking about it because it's still in my mentions. Because you won't let it just die. Because your team's lost nine straight and you're miserable. I get it. I'm a Leafs fan. I've seen it before. All I'm saying is leave me alone! December 3rd can't come fast enough. Holy smokes. You know what my favorite part of that game was? 
was the with the quote that came when out. the Leafs won. Well, other than that, <laughs> uh, my favorite part was the the supposed Eric Goodbranson quote about Matt Martin is dead. Oh, nothing, nuts! Nothing, nothing makes me more reassured than that. Nothing makes me feel like we're gonna win on December third more than that. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because if you, the defenseman, the big, the big get that you had this year, the big leader, the former captain of the Florida Panthers, the guy you brought in to bring you back to the playoffs. Well, he's not the captain. No, no, I said former. He was former captain of uh, Florida, though. No, was he not? That was uh, Willie Mitchell. Okay, my bad. The other defenseman. Are you sure he wasn't? Positive. Okay, then he was at least I think a leader. Maybe the front next. They had those. That, that was like a leader. <laughs> I don't know. Former captain of the Kingston front next. Dougie Gilmore's yeah. team. Um, there was a there was a big controversy. I think he was the assistant captain, and Gilmore stripped him. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So here's my. Th- th- the fact of the matter is, your big get was Gabranson or Gustafson, if you ask uh, Don Cherry. <laughs> good Budskin. Right. <laughs> good Budskin. Good Budskin. Good Budskin says yeah. Matt Martin is effing dead. Now, yes, now but that's fine. What is Matt Martin's role on this team? To get people to feel that way. <laughs> Bingo. And, and also to attack Troy Stetcher. Let it go. On a list of consequential forwards for the Leafs. Forwards that matter in terms of plays in the game. Matt Martin is where? Uh, fourth the line. answer is the bottom. Oh, yeah. The yeah. answer is the very bottom. I want them to be focused on Matt Martin. Exactly. And they are. Great. 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 And let's and back to the Burroughs thing for just a second, just a just back a to moment. The trash can thing. If you're a Vancouver Canucks fan and you're sticking up for Alex Burroughs at this point, remember that Alex Burroughs went after Patrick O'Sullivan. After Patrick O'Sullivan, he he oh, went after. What are we going to go down the resume? Adam? He he like, he was the. This is the same guy that called out Patrick O'Sullivan on the ice and said something along the lines of, "I am going to do the same thing that your dad did to yeah, you." Yeah, and Shane O'Brien Which, with the drinking out of a glove, and uh, Mike Richards picking up ice on his stick and pretending to snort it, and biting Patrice Bergeron, and all the stick work. Fight like a man, you rat! And the reason, sorry, this the is reason, why I hate him. By the way, the reason that Matt Martin went after. Anybody on the connects is because Burroughs wouldn't do it. Burroughs wouldn't go go with Matt. See, yeah, I don't. And there's so much that got lost in there. Everyone's telling me that Dorset wouldn't go with Martin, and that's why Martin just grabbed the first well, person. Yeah, and, he saw. I don't know if that's true. And it was because there was too much. It's going just on. hilarious. It's just hilarious. The fact of the matter is, did both teams get a little dirty? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is Kadri that why too. we watch hockey? Kadri yeah. Too. Too. Yeah, I'm not saying that hit wasn't predatory. Yeah. I'm just saying it's clean. At, it's a at, clean predatory hit. At one point, I did the non-Twitter thing and took a step back and I went, wait, why is everyone mad at me? How did this start? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm clearly egging them on. Why am I egging them on? Because we're, we're having two different arguments. That's what it was. My argument was simply Burroughs is a piece of crap. And they're like, well, what about Kadri? No, 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 that's not who I'm talking about. And anyone who watched my video, my, my video's comment section are perfectly nice because i said kadri shouldn't have laid the hit you know what would have prevented the goal if he poke checked it yeah i think he was close enough yeah i might be wrong on that but um uh, so december 3rd is going to be a lot of fun i'm excited and canucks fans should be excited too because at that point what will it be 20 straight losses at that point or what do you they're think? gonna go on a hot streak just because of, of that. Of course, they're and, gonna uh, sign and Andre Pavlik. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna explode. Pavlik's gonna play forward for them. Je- Jesse's giving <laughs> me these eyebrows like I I just don't have this much um, energy early this morning. I've, I've been reading some of the, your mentions 
to the Burroughs tweet. Oh. And it's disgusting. So. <laughs> like disgusting in what way? Disgusting in people are really mean on Twitter. And I'll say it again in my experience, this isn't all Canucks fans, but whenever this type of garbage mm-hmm. breaks out, Canucks fans are the ones I have the hardest time with. Ask and anybody so from many, the Nations Network. Ask anybody. Oh my God! Canucks Army? And and look, I love you if you read. Let it die. Or don't take it so personally. You live in Vancouver, dude. You live in BC. You got it made. You won the lottery. You live in a temperate climate in a country with wonderful health care. And you can go outside. You can go to the rocks and look at a whale. You can go see a whale. You can go feed a seal. You can go feed a seal right now. Go feed a seal. It deserves it. (laughs) It's just, look, a lot of people who cover hockey for a living will tell you the same thing. And they don't generalize all the fans. I'm just saying, whenever something breaks out, and it's the Bruins, for example, oh, I know I'm going to get heat. And I, know that, go. and I know that heats are going to die down. I, we joke about what part of Alberta are they from. Flames and, and uh, Oilers fans kind of get in their jabs, and then they let it go. When it, when Except for when it comes to Vancouver fans, who, by the way, they universally hate. I don't think the Flames and Oilers hate each other as much as they hate Vancouver fans. I don't know why. It's just from living out there. Just an observation. Don't anybody get mad yeah. at me. Um, I, I sorry, also, sorry. I just I had to get that out of the way. Like, it's not all of them. I just can't help but make the observation that it is always unpleasant. The other thing this distracts from, the other thing this distracts from, guys, is that, guys? Yeah, sorry. It's that it, the fact that... Jesse's the, reading through the hundreds. Okay. Sorry, that's why. <laughs> the, the It's the fact that the Canucks have lost nine straight and management will have no recourse. They're right up against the cap. They need Louis Erickson to score. He's not. They'll come out of this. They'll break this streak. But remember how yeah. we said... Canucks maybe last place in the next five years. Might have got it. Well, Arizona's tough competition, though. That's true. So <laughs> let's wrap it up here. We got to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we got to talk about the Leafs. Hey, of course, because typical Eastern bias laughs. By the way, for everybody that listens to this show and goes, why do you guys talk about the Leafs so much? Well, it's a Leaf centric podcast, so that's what we do. But. We do want to talk about everybody else, so we will talk about the Kings, uh, Truba, uh, Tortorella. We got stuff to do. We got stuff to do when we come back on the Steve Dangle Podcast. Toronto Maple Leafs, LA Kings tonight in a matchup of the 1993 Western Conference Finals that we still can't... You know, you want to talk about Canucks fans letting go. (laughs) The Leafs fans have finally, finally just let that go. Yeah. We got beat, and by the way... The way that Montreal was playing uh, in that playoff, there's no way Toronto would have had a chance. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, LA comes in and gets spanked by Montreal. I don't know that Toronto would have been much better. But George just- George Trombolopoulos is actually the guy who made me feel better about that because one time he was on TV talking about it, and he goes, the Leafs were going to beat the Canadians that year, and he just kind of made this face. And I was just like... That face is right. <laughs> the, no, there's no way. There's no no way. one was stopping Patrick Wall. The John LeClaire Montreal Canadiens. The Chris Chelios Montreal Canadiens. I think Eric Desjardins. Yeah, absolutely. There were some great players on that oh, team. Yeah. Um, now, Guy Carpenter. What I love about what I love about tonight's game is the Leafs technically come in with the better winning percentage. <laughs> the really? Leafs are five, four, and three. The Kings okay. are six and six. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> and I just find that funny because the Leafs have lost more games. This is why looking at the standings any time that isn't the very end of the season. It's ridiculous. It's so frustrating. Ridiculous. Yeah. Keep going. Now, we were talking, we talked last week. Okay, so we talked about the Sabres and the Leafs, and you said it's a game the Leafs should win. And we I talked about right. the Canucks and Leafs. It's a game the Leafs should win. Three straight. Because, I mean, because Buffalo had no Eichel, no Kane. I believe uh, no Eller, no Ed, was it Edler and... Uh, and that? Buffalo lost Bogosian, I think, during that game. Uh, and the Canucks without an NHL team, basically. Yeah, but, no but top no, pairing defense. Yeah, they didn't. They don't have very many good players, and the ones that they have, they're missing like half of them. Yeah. So, so these are game, this, this doesn't seem like that except for the goaltending issue, right? Yes. Do you know who their starter is supposed to be for this one? I, I have not seen anything on that specifically. Really it's 11 a.m. We're I mean, in a weird spot um, because we always record this show. Early. Yeah, like eight hours before you hear it, at least. This is... Oh, yeah, go you ahead. You got the starters, Jess? Peter Buda. Peter Buda is not a bad goalie, man. It's not a bad goalie. Versus Anderson. Versus Anderson. I mean, you should win that one. But uh, Should you, though? This show... Bank, or, I mean, LA is pretty deep. They are. Well, I mean, given the circumstances, right? Okay. Um, so we are always talking, knowing that the world will be different when we release the podcast. But that usually means the Leafs will have a won or lost or something like that. The world is going to be completely different by the time you hear this one. Completely different. We'll have a new president. For obvious reasons. We will have a new president. Not we. Mm-hmm. The you world. know what? The world will have a new leader of America. When which, the states get a new president, the world gets one. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a big deal. It's a it's, high profile job. It's a bloody big deal. That's right. The Jermaine Defoe of politics <laughs> oh will be God. decided tonight. Only Toronto fans, tro- TFC fans, are going to get them. By the way, <laughs> TFC Eastern Conference Final. Hey, hey, Toronto Sports, amazing. Who Sorry. are those people? Hey, they were great. They <laughs> what were great. Sport do they play? Canada invaded New York. They, Montreal took out uh, the New York Red Bulls, and uh, and Toronto took out New York FC, which. See, Canada invaded and beat New York. Wow! It took all of Canada there to beat New York. Two MLS teams in New York. Yeah, the Red Bull and the NFC. Okay, because it's New York, man. It's New York. They've got they have they've two got the, teams in every, all four major sports. Yeah. Plus MLS, I just learned. Yeah, because they can. <laughs> because they're New York. Because it's the size of Canada. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. True. Um, we were saying though, uh, Los Angeles. What what have you seen from them this year? I mean, obviously, we haven't seen full LA hockey games. There's only so many games that one can watch in a season. But what have you heard? What have you seen? What do you think? Well, they're. Uh, they seem to me uh, to be the typical playoff performing team um, that doesn't turn it on until they have to. And I mean, you want to talk about a time where you don't have to have it on at all. It's the beginning of the season, you know, and you could also uh, fall back on the excuse that, oh, we're missing Jonathan Quick. And I don't even know who their backup was supposed to be behind Jonathan Quick. Zatkoff? Was it Zatkoff? I don't know. I think you might be right. Because then it was like Budai, and mm-hmm. they were calling up like people, and their dads were <laughs> having to back them up in the AHL. Is ridiculous. Um, Drew Doughty's been getting into it. You can tell that there's been some frustration, and when you're a team that probably should be doing better than you are, and you're coming into Toronto, it's 
they're going to want to bring their A game. I was surprised the Leafs didn't get eaten alive by McDavid. I think Drew Doughty and, and company are going to bring uh, it, <laughs> whatever it is. Do you think that the they'll Leafs. have? Um, will the blade end of Alex Burrow's stick be out of Morgan Riley's ribs by the by game time? Do you think? Probably. Have they have that surgically yeah. removed or? Well, yeah, because uh, they uh, luckily didn't have to surgically remove the other stick that he swung at him from the bench. Right, little rat. Oh. Um, that's I don't have for, to have is respect that for, real? for this person. Oh, yeah, 100%. So he did swing at him from the bench? Absolutely. Because I looked at it and I was like, I don't know. No, no. Okay, we're not digging it. that. No. Not digging that hole. That was the, the Canucks just stuck their purple glove up through the dirt. Okay. Like the Undertaker. <laughs> Bury the back. Bury the no. back. Okay. Mm, All right. Mm, mm. Get Yokozuna so to LA, sit on that. LA's okay. had a frustrating start. Um, and, and last year really was okay. They made the playoffs. You know what? They got beat by the Sharks. So and they made it to the Stanley Cup final, right? Right. So, is is Los Angeles? Are they? They seem to me, and I might be completely wrong in this, and I might come to regret this come April May. Oh boy! But they seem like a team that is still great. But it's almost like the Canucks team after the loss to the Bruins. They're just a step too far. Mm. Does that make sense? Or are they there yet? It's funny. People forget that a couple years ago they missed the playoffs. Exactly. They yeah. Did. And they, people they were like, oh, but people, the way it was spun was beautiful. It was like, oh, that's a good thing. They're going to relax and rest. And, and, you know, they've played come a lot on. of hockey. Come on. I think, uh, I think they're a little bit past it. I think they're a little bit past it. They could contend again this year. But um, they're on the, like, if, if Stanley Cup contention was like a Venn diagram, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're getting closer and closer to the outside okay. of the middle. They're they're not like when we talk about the powerhouses of this league anymore. I don't really talk about the Kings. You might live to regret that quote, by the way. Oh, I, absolutely. People are gonna cold take that to death at you. They might win the cup. They might win the cup. Well, I would not be stunned. But if you ask me to like name the top five teams in the league, I probably wouldn't name them. Wow. Probably talk about the Caps, Blackhawks. Still, <laughs> Penguins are the reigning Stanley Cup champions, so you got to give it to them. San Jose. Maybe. Martin Jones gets hot. At what point does not including Montreal just get disrespectful? <laughs> oh, it's di- it is. It's disrespect. Any team with Carey Price, man. Any team with Carey Price. And by the way... They might win the f- effing Stanley Cup this year. Mm-hmm. What do you... What, how do you think your P.K. Subban rant after... If Montreal wins, and Jesse, I want you to answer this too. In the context of Montreal winning the Cup, what's that rant going to feel like Steve yes what is the rant going to feel like like? what's that how's that going to look how can I feel bad for saying the same thing that everyone else said almost everyone else and and does it make you wrong just because they won because this is a trade they needed to make right says who says who look Mark Bergevin did some things Radulov great Andrew Shaw has been a good fit um, Lekkonen has been a good addition. I think he just got injured. Um, Weber is off to the best offensive start of his career. You can't, you can't deny that. But I am arguing that the Canadians would be within one or two points of where they currently are if they had Subban in the lineup, which is where they were last year at the exact same time with Subban yeah. in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> but they would have never done this with Subban except for less than a year ago when they did it with Subban. Didn't they start with the exact same record last uh, year? Like, was it, it was, 10 wins? They had like 9 wins instead of 10. Yeah. What, 
But they, that's improvement, isn't it? Improvement. All right. Um, they have the best player in the world who plays a position where they can single-handedly win games, mm-hmm. and he might just win them the whole season. Like they you know always what? talk about <laughs> hockey being like basketball is a is a superstar-dominated sport, right? Mm-hmm. If there's anybody that can be LeBron, if there's any position where LeBron could exist in the NHL, it's goaltending. It's, it's the only position. Yeah. You know what? Uh, we've been talking about Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid being the best player in the world. No. Best skater. Yeah. Best forward, certainly. Um, it's Carey Price. Carey Price is the best hockey player on planet Earth. Wow, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Goaltending no. is a position in hockey, and, and he plays it. <laughs> He's the best hockey player on Earth. But Steve, he can't be captain. So, <laughs> I know, so, I know. Just so you know, he cannot be captain. Yeah, it's so, so it's, it's um, crazy. He's so, the best hockey player. So on at least Earth in the Kings, pre- two two different teams coming in. Who do you think comes out as as you know? Who do you think shows up? Do you think it'll be a good thing? I'm like, gonna go it, with. Leafs shootout loss. Okay. Because they're due. Um, and also, I think they've had a three-game win streak, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first of Austin Matthews' career. Did did Sidney Crosby have one at this point? Did Connor McDavid have one at this point? Crosby probably did not. <laughs> not on those things. I don't think I don't know that I don't know that uh, McDavid would have either. Mm, Maybe at the beginning of the season. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um uh they had Sunday off. They had Monday off. They had a lot of distractions in between player hearings and all that. It was the weekend. Who knows? Maybe they went out and, hey, we won three straight. I, I think uh, the Kings might come in and uh, show show those Eastern biasers what's up. Lastly, before we go to the uh, the download portion, we only got about three minutes here. Jacob Truba re-signing in, uh, in Winnipeg. What? So basically the breakdown went, hey, Winnipeg offers Jacob Truba like 5.5 million bucks a year. He goes, no, trade me. And then they go, okay, we'll give you 3 million bucks a year. And he goes, okay, sign me. Now, that to me screams Kyle Turris. And that was not lost on everybody. I mean, I think ever, there was a lot of people. Yeah. But does this mean he gets traded right away? Or does this mean he goes, plays the year, and then maybe gets traded in the summer? Well, supposedly, I hadn't read these quotes, but supposedly his teammates were like calling him out as selfish in the media before. Um, yeah, Dustin Bufflin, actually. I remember watching Matthew a Perot. clip of him going, well, if he doesn't want to be here and play left side, then we don't want him here. Uh, oh, okay. Sounds great, Dustin. I mean, at least he's being honest. Yeah. I don't blame Dustin Bufflin for saying that. No. You know, <laughs> let me throw this out there just to be devil's advocate. So let's say the Jets trade Truba. Um, at what point do we go, Dustin Bufflin kind of got Evander Kane and Jacob Truba traded? <laughs> yeah. Both of them. Both of them. Now, do you want someone who is doing what Evander Kane was doing no. on your team? No. Do you want someone who was doing what Jacob Truba was doing on your team? Yeah, I really, I'd have to understand more about that situation. Is it the, that he doesn't like Winnipeg or is it he doesn't like the left side? I can't imagine someone not liking the left side of the hockey ring that, that much. much. That just does not fly to me. You play hockey your whole life. Are you kidding me? No, it's that funny. Can't be it. It's funny that you said Kyle Turris and everyone's bringing up Kyle Turris because he requested the trade. This reminds me of PK Subban. Because Subban, I think it was it's almost identical to the bridge contract he signed with Montreal. I think it was two year, two point nine million, and Truba is what three, three, three and a half, two point five prorated this year and three point five next year. Oh, okay, I understand. Okay, so it's, okay. it is it's an average of three. I got you. 
I got you. If he performs, and if the Jets want to win, they need to give him the opportunity to perform. It's it's going to be represented in his next contract. It's going to be represented. Because what Subban did was, all right, I give you this break now. When my next contract comes, you're paying for it. And then they go, what do you want? And he goes, $9 million. And they said, And they nope. go, we can't. And he goes, I told you, you had two years to prepare for this. I told you the price was going to be $9 bucks. I went out and I won a Norris for you. What else do you want? And now we got another young right-handed defenseman on a Canadian team. I'm just seeing parallels. That's all. I know it's a different situation. Mm-hmm. I'm shoehorning. If okay? I'm, I'm shoehorning. If but, I'm Kevin Shevel day off, the person I'm trading is Tyler Myers. But see, and this is, that's not easy. I know that's not easy. Not everyone is I, super stoked to add that kind of cap it um, for that kind of play. And I get that. You're going to have to retain. $3 million for, man, I can retain salary on Tyler Myers for however long he's got that deal left. Or I could trade Jacob Truba for a King's Ransom. Or I could just keep them all. Also, Tyler Myers is injured. Oh, is so he? Yeah, so Truba's right actually a perfect fit right now. Yeah, so you can't trade him. See, that's going to be interesting because if he's injured, do you play Truba on the left side just out of spite? Because <laughs> that's where he's going to be? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or do you put him put him in Myers' spot? If I'm Truba, I, I'm keeping my uh, my suit under lock and key lest it end up in the shower. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so it's a, I just think it's a very interesting situation that is uh, significantly lower than what he's worth now. Comparatively to in the future, that that next deal is going to be huge. It will be very interesting to see how Winnipeg plays this. Chances are, I'm going to go ninety percent on this. They don't make a move at all, and he, he so. becomes a free agent again with Winnipeg in a couple of years, and we revisit this because Kevin Dayoff, so. he was he is the like when it comes to trades, there is no man who will be moved less than Kevin Dayoff. I think he's going. Okay. I think he's going. So in the uh, offline portion of this, we got to talk about um, a hockey fan who's named all his kids after the Toronto Maple Leafs. God bless them all. Oh, yes. Um, Steve wants to talk about uh, something to do with poppies that we mentioned in the last episode. Oh, yeah. And a nightclub in Regina honoring Remembrance Day. Oh, dear. Yeah. So that is on the online portion. It's sportsnet.ca. Oh, and Torts slamming advanced numbers again because this wasn't three so three years ago. And and his run-in with friend of the show, Christina Rutherford. It's brought to you by, this podcast, by the way, brought to you by Panago Pizza. It's what's on the inside that counts. Steve asked me to remind him at the beginning of this show, like before we started, to bring up something to start the online portion of this show. Yes. Um... And sorry, I was I was too busy laughing at that picture of Donald Trump looking at someone else's ballot. His wife's ballot? I think it was his it's wife's ballot. It's Melania, ballot. yeah. Is that Melania? Yeah, you got to see. Well, I'm, I'm sure everybody's seen it by this point. It's eight hours before you're actually listening to it. So, so NH, the NHL Twitter account tweets, On this election day, there was only one clear choice. Hashtag, I'm with Phil. Hashtag, make America skate again. And it's just a picture of like Phil Kessel with eagles. And it's all cute and trying to break the tension that the world might end today. And uh, my favorite response to this tweet from Pete Blackburn, and this is why we had to wait for the online portion. Good stuff. Now fix your fucking website. No. <laughs> what was the website? NHL.com. NHL. <laughs> I love Pete. Top five worst websites on the internet. It's shit. Top five worst. Who else would you say is bad? Uh, Mike.com for their content. Mm-hmm. Now this is now. What makes the site bad? Content 
or usability. Um, Facebook is probably up there on terms of their lag and the, their users. Yeah, Facebook's terrible. And and the way they've changed the algorithms in yeah. Facebook, it's like wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it World Star Hip Hop. Yeah, their yep. website needs an update. Because I can't watch their videos without it sticking, and I figured out why, by the way, if you're all trying to watch videos. <laughs> they have two autoplay video ads. If you pause them, your video will play better. That's what fucks it up. Wait a second. For anyone trying to watch awesome fight videos yeah. right now, here yeah, is your advice. Vine <laughs> comps, which are now Insta comps, I yeah, guess. I, okay, hold on. So just, just explain that to me one more time. So you're watching a video on World Star Hip Hop, okay? Yeah, my, watching my Vine comp of the week. Yes, yes, yes. You're you're watching a bus driver punch someone. I don't know. So there's there's your video. You got an autoplay ad next to it, okay? Because and your video's sticking as a result because your your Lagging. computer's trying to do too much shit. So you got to pause that one and you go, it's still sticking. Well, that's because you got to scroll down and pause the other one as well. And then you get the random one with a fake Melissa McCarthy quote at the bottom. But luckily yes. that one's not autoplay. <coughs> you know what I can't stand? Sorry. And it's actually a site that Pete Blackburn used to work for before it was Fox Sports is Uproxx. It's a great website for content if you want like what's going on right now. Um, but what I cannot stand is when you scroll down, the video follows you. It goes to the side screen. They're autoplay videos because every site now to, to generate fake hits has autoplay at the top of their site, I right? I hate it. So, so the Uprox one will literally follow you like the annoying paperclip from Microsoft Word back in 2000. Do you know what I'm talking about? Jesse, are you showing them right now? Yeah. Sorry, Jesse, what are you trying to show me here? Oh, is this, this Uprox? Oh, there yeah, it is. This has nothing to do with the article I want to yeah, see. Yeah, it's just an Uprox video that it's they want to shove down your throat. That goes at the top, but you keep scrolling. The autoplay follows you. What and, a and hunk of shit! And the volume comes up on both of them. Yeah, it autoplays the volume. Yeah. And then it, this is the actual article I want to read. This will usually have nothing to do with this. Uh, does Pete Blackburn still work for these guys? No, I don't think he works he for oh, Okay, well, fuck Uprox forever then. Yeah. Never go to that website. Can you believe it's that shit? It's a good shit? website, it's, though. It's annoying. It is a good website for... Fuck them. Fuck them, though. <laughs> They, what, they have something that the rest of the internet doesn't? Fuck you. How arrogant. Never go to that stupid website. Don't ever pull that goofy shit on me. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. I hate when people wow. do that. I know. I get, I get heated about you the internet. Really have you met me? I think, I think it's just somebody in sales who's like, listen, guys, we need to generate some more clicks. And here's a way we do it. Uh, here's a way to fudge our... Basically, it's cooking your books. It's cooking your clicks. Yeah. It's making your clicks seem higher. Nobody wants to watch your autoplay video. They want to look at the article. So just make great articles and make some money and start charging more for your ads. Steve, you're a dick because some of your stuff on sportsnet.ca has autoplay videos. Not all of them. And the ones that do, I didn't put them there. <laughs> also, you have no decision over that. Yeah, that, I literally have no control yeah, over that. that's not so. you. <laughs> so... Something we brought up uh, last episode when we got into it was the dawn of what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Was Set Blatter, who sounds like a a disease um, and acted like one as head of FIFA, allegedly. Septic Blatter. Um, He, he, it was, we were talking about, and I'm going at this in the Tarantino way, reversing it. We were talking about the poppy debate and how Mm. England and Scotland are not allowed to wear poppies because it's a political thing. Yes. And we and Steve said, "What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you?" Now we had some Irish fans reach out, and this is this is sometimes where we forget that this show is kind of global. 
and and it, it truly is like we do have an international following and unfortunately no matter what we say or do every episode somebody's offended every episode yes. well, honestly without fail we were just being sarcastic <laughs> we we know Kurt Schilling taught me that's how you use it and so we cannot please everybody but Steve you had a point on this yeah so okay, what and what I tweeted at these people, and they were very kind, very kind, kind and understanding. They understood where I was coming from. I love conversations where they understand not just what you mean, but how you feel. You know, you know what I where mean. Where it's coming, there it's called empathy. The word is empathy. I guess stepping outside of yourself and understanding someone else's point of view, even if you yeah. disagree with it. Yeah. So our perspective is Canada. And in Canada, I, unless there's a reason that I'm not aware of, there's no fucking reason to ever say no to a poppy. Yeah. There's no, and I'm not wearing one, fuck, because it's on my jacket. I Mine too. should buy one on the way out. Um, there's no reason to ever say no. There's, it doesn't, so I didn't think about that. Where you are, I don't know where in the world we got some comments with people with funky accents in their names. Apologies. I didn't see the country. Um, there were some people from the UK, various parts of the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it means something different over there to some of you. And that's fine. Sometimes we forget that. So I'm not going to, ah, never mind. You got to wear it no matter what, you piece of shit. No, because that's. It is different here than it, it is over is there. there, and I forgot that. So, so did I. I forgot that. But you know what? Sometimes, mm. sometimes you can't take all perspectives into something. No, no <laughs> like in my it's, perspective, it's, you have to understand that it is literally impossible to please yeah. everyone. Yeah. So, and and the thing is, the same goes for when when we when we go after a team for making a stupid move. Please do not take it as a personal attack on you. We're not attacking you. Uh, listening to us on SoundCloud while you're walking to work. We're not we're not attacking your choice in teams. We're attacking the moves the team made or the players on the ice for what they did. We're not even attacking. Most of the time it's just like, hey, we disagree and here's why we think this is stupid and these are our rules. These are this is just the litany of reasons. And while we're at it, um if we say players can sue the NHL because they get hurt on the Barclays Center ice don't take our word for it. Of course we don't know what we're talking about. Well, they they can. Can they? Yeah. Put it this way. If we do say they... it, then look the shit up. Are you kidding me? Because I don't know if that's true. They, of course they can. I assume because, they can. Because guess what? I don't know that they can. Guess what happened this morning? Jesse, you want to you wanna drop that one on? Now, supposedly that was bullshit. Are you uh, going to point at the Brock Nelson Brock Nelson? Thing? Yeah, the thing you sent us yeah. on Twitter? Yeah. Is, is it real? I don't know. I didn't, well, I didn't say, it, it. say it. Say it. This is alleged. Well, well, yeah, Brock Nelson allegedly got hurt um, on the ice mm-hmm. uh, at Barclays Center last night, and people were saying that he got hurt because of the ice. And then a bunch of people started tweeting, no, that's untrue. He got cross-checked in the side of the leg or something like that. So, I don't know. Jesse, do you think this is a good time to bring up the thing that we wanted to bring up? Uh-oh. Sure. All right, you know what? Let's jump into it. We're going to go back to our segment number two of... Who's mad at Steve? Oh, great. Great, great, so, great, So Jesse, great. Jesse sent this to me, but I figured since it was sent to him directly, better that he read it. And Steve, bring up the rest of the people that are mad at you because we need to, we need to discuss this. But this one I think is very, very interesting because it comes from a, uh, uh, an Islanders fan. 
Oh. Who's very upset. Yes. So at Daisy on the ice, we'll call her Daisy. Hi, Daisy. What up? She has a little message for you, Steve, and I'll read it out. This is just for me? Just for you. Just for you. Okay, I'm the only person who talks on this podcast. Yep, (laughs) it is. Remember that. Please do one of the many things you do best in this world and tell Steve that he's wrong. Brooklyn is technically on Long Island, so you got that wrong. I know that. Lots of people correcting me there. Brooklyn can be found on the Islanders logo. Yeah, I know that. While Thank Brooklyn you. Thank you. It was, are, a, it was a late edition, yes. While Brooklyn and Queens are also considered separate geographical regions for political and economic reasons, they are still located on Long Island. You're also. in school. <laughs> okay. Daisy, or they're from New anyway. York. Or they're from Sorry. New York. Also, no. I was at the Leafs game last week, and that was probably the worst ice I've ever seen. This is probably because we had a freak warm snap of 75 degrees, 24 Celsius, and the building didn't really cool down fully until the second period. This isn't why the Leafs lost, though. They were terrible, and the Islanders dominated them by being just decent. This is besides the point. The point is, <laughs> yeah, it is. stop <laughs> scaring away potential hockey fans from this community. Here, here, here. Hold go, on. Go back and start that section again so I can say if something's besides the point, leave it out. It, t- hold on, it hold detracts on. from your point. And 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 can we ask you just just a quick question from from the peanut gallery here? All you wanted to do was go. The Leafs sucked. Meh. Yep. Anyway, and continue. My my. How do you know the ice was bad? How do you know the ice she was said bad? It was some of the worst she's ever seen. What the Leafs ice? The no, Leafs. the Leafs. Uh, the ice at the Barclays. Right. The Leafs. So here's game. here's the thing. What? Just because you had a freak warm snap. Yeah. Doesn't mean that that's acceptable. That the ice is bad in Barclays. Adam's that's- the only one here wearing a sweater. It's like mid-November. Mm-hmm. New York isn't the only place where it's oddly warm right now. Uh, do you, do, <laughs> hey, is there a hockey team in Tampa? Yeah. Is there a hockey team in Los Angeles? Yeah. Arizona. Hey guys, are they putting one in Vegas? <laughs> you know what I hate? Oh, they're fucked. How are they going to do it? It's hot. How are they going to do they it? They don't even have water in Vegas, man. That's like a desert. How are they going to flood it? Every team just has to convert to rollerblades for games in Vegas. Do you think? It's no excuse. The ice sucks. The ice sucks. The ice sucks. It's not good enough. The ice sucks. Do you think their piping system is up to? I think the piping system might have to do with the ice sucking. The ice sucks. The ice sucks. Shall I continue? That was the argument. The ice sucks. Shall I continue? It stinks. It stinks. But 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 let us not forget the lease were terrible. So. That wasn't why we were mad about the ice, by the this way. This is besides we, we, the point. Yeah, the okay. point is, please stop scaring away potential hockey fans from this community. Although I know it's not your intent, every bash against our borough, our arena, and our ice devalues the product and the experience for others. Barclay Center provides an affordable chance for people to experience NHL hockey. Calling for a franchise to move because you feel inconvenienced by the result of one game per year and taking those experiences away from this community is single-minded at best. Think of all the new fans you've created and inspired for the Leafs, Marlies, and Furies. That passion can work the other way too, if not checked. Brooklyn has already lost one hockey team this year. Please be careful when calling for the removal of this one. Thanks, Daisy. Daisy. Deep breath. Yes, Daisy. I'm finding it very difficult to take your argument seriously. The reason is because you're not being fair. You think, do you honestly think, Daisy, that I'm being this big meanie for no good reason no, the re- other than the Leafs lost. 
I don't the, think we even mentioned that. Did we mention that? The Leafs, the Leafs were terrible. Yeah, they, but they were we, bad in that but game. Did, I know, but did we did we cite that as a reason why we were mad about the ice? No, I don't remember that. That I, I honestly don't know. The Leafs played many games. The Islanders played many games before the Leafs arrived, and the ice sucked in those games. And then the Leafs arrived, and the ice sucked in that game. And then the Leafs left, and guess what? The ice continued to suck. The ice sucks! It's cheap. I can think of a couple reasons why it's cheap. One, they're relatively new in the community, and they're trying to get people to come to their bloody games which is obviously not working. So the tickets should be cheap. No one's going. Number two, you can't see the playing service from a lot of those seats. The Islanders are in trouble, Daisy. I'm not trying to uh, scare fans away. Daisy, I, I feel bad that your team is mistreating fans like you so badly, the fans they already have, Daisy. Forget bringing in new ones. They'll be lucky to retain fans like you. They'll be lucky to retain the fans they have. They play in a garbage facility that's not even built for them on a garbage surface. How are you defending this? What should I, what would you rather me say? That it's great? That everyone should go? You know how often people tweet me from those shit seats where you can't see everything? Hey, shut up, here's the scarf, go nuts! Our listeners are regularly pumping money into that team. It's not us. The Islanders fail, it won't be us, it won't have anything to do with us. Not even one little fraction of a percent. God, I want a road trip down there so badly right now. Yeah, Daisy, uh, I, look... You are yelling at me for the same reason I yell about the Leafs and Vancouver Canucks fans yell at me. We're all passionate. We're all passionate about our team. Uh, I just think that was misguided energy. Yes. Let me let me add to that if you if if you'll let me. Sure. Daisy, I think you're given and Steve, this is not a swipe at you. Go ahead. I think you're giving Steve way too much credit. <laughs> and and I think you're giving this podcast way too much credit to suggest that we could influence the location of an NHL franchise by a couple episodes is giving us too much credit. Yeah. And well. and if if we call for the sale or if we call for the removal of the Islanders, we're not calling for the removal of Islanders from Long Island. We're asking their management team, which and, and I think Daisy, you can admit this, they've made great personnel changes recently. I mean, it's a great the team is the team isn't better than last year, but the team is better than they were five, six years ago, right? They I drafted mean, I well. Mean, they don't deserve a medal for that. But they, but I mean, let's, let's, let me give them something. Yeah, okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. They've made great hockey personnel decisions. Have they made great business choices? No. No. And they are notorious for making poor choices in both arenas. So, yeah. hey, at least finally they're making good hockey choices. But again, again, they did not look out long term for what would be best for the growth of the franchise. You cannot look at the Barclays Stadium deal and tell anybody that it's the right move. You can't you can't argue that. It has been the wrong move from the beginning. Change the piping, retrofit the stadium, fix it up again, then maybe you maybe maybe we can have a conversation. Don't use the wrong piping in the first place. Well, exactly. But the 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 point is the Islanders 
are the ones that the upper management, the people making these business decisions are the ones that you need to be upset with. If I'm not mistaken, they've been up for sale for two years. Are they not? Uh, I don't know. Um, and I, I believe, I don't think they've switched ownership. That I'm not sure of. And if, and if I'm, if I'm right in that, it seems to me, which by the way, they had a stadium deal, I believe in the works, but then all of a sudden the owner wanted to sell. So why do you think the Barclays deal was signed? Because it's an attractive thing to pass on to the next owner. You have a guaranteed $50 million. You're basically going to cover your your whole team. $50 million from Barclays coming in every single year because they'll pay you that. They will pay you that. Then you don't have to worry about ticket sales. Not your problem. Tell me that that, tell me that that's not, that is not made in the best interest of the fan or the long-term um, nature and su- the ability to support a franchise long-term. It's just not. I, now I'm going to go back and defend Daisy a little bit. And, and I'm not attacking Daisy. No, I know that. I know that. But defending her point, it whether or not we actually have an impact on the Islanders and their fan base is besides the point. It's that we could. It's okay. not that we do. It's that we could. And I think that's what she's saying. Uh, which is fair. Did we really have... Was it really because of us that John Scott got into the All-Star game? No. But we had an impact. Could have, could have, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, could have. Um, I just don't think we're influencing a bunch yeah. of NHL businessmen. I'm not saying don't go to the games. It, hey, if you live in the area, go. I assume you do. Hockey fans listen to the show. If you live in that area and you're an Islanders fan, or if you're not, I assume you go to games. Mm-hmm. If you're a Bruins fan, you probably go when the Bruins are in town, or when the Rangers are in town, or whatever. Um, so, Daisy, if it sucks there, the way it has been reported by many that it sucks, fans will go to those games with the cheap ticket prices, and they will see it for themselves, how bad it is. Which I haven't. I'll throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I, still, I, I know it sounds go. like shit. I want to go. On TV. I want to go, and I want to experience it. I want to go, too. You um, think I'm not going? If I'm we should, there, why don't we I'm just going. go? Why don't we just go? It's not. You can't just up and leave to Brooklyn. You can't. I mean, it's we, not. It's not. It's so expensive flight. We could go. We can afford to go. You can afford to go. Look at. Look at. That's not that expensive. No, expensive you know what? flight. And because I, I respect Daisy's passion. I want to sit with Daisy at the game. I do too. If she's open to it, I would love to do that. Let's figure it out. Let's fly down there. It's like a two hundred dollar flight. I think both of us we could save two hundred bucks. Oh, with Porter. Doodle doo. Porter, you can fly and we can see fly the Islanders shitty ice in person. <laughs> you what can I, go and have I, your obstru- what have I your love view about, obstructed. What I love about Daisy, what I love about the Canucks fans I heard from this weekend. Jesus will score in game seven. <laughs> what I love about the Canucks fans I heard from this weekend from every from the Columbus Blue Jackets fans that I heard from this 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 weekend. Passion. Desire. Love. I respect that. I love that. I appreciate that. I don't always agree with your point of view as you don't always agree with mine. Same with Steve. Same with Jesse, although most people always agree with Jesse. And call me a dick and use racial and homophobic slurs in the middle. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just um, talking about this past weekend. I respect the passion. Yes. And yes. I love the passion. And I appreciate it and get it. And by the way, been there as a frustrated fan. Been there. Totally. Totally. Been there. Totally. Sending our love. Now, Steve, who else is mad at you? Oh, are we still reading some oh, more? Oh, yes. Uh, should I read the names? No, right? First name. Joe says, <laughs> this guy sucks. 
Now, is there any way to Stevativity that? Jesse, how do we turn that one around? What was his comment? This guy sucks. Who is he referring to? I assume me. Well, could, what, was the video, what was the video on? Oh, oh, so like if I'm talking about like... The uh, Canucks and Alex Burroughs is in the video, he must be referring oh. to Alex Burroughs. See, this is from October 9th though. Do you know what video it is? Well, okay, can you pull Can you pull some more recent ones? Yeah. You must have some more recent hate. Uh, okay, fine. I'll go to the... I had a bunch of good ones. Yeah, yeah get the new ones. Let's not go to October 9th. That's I mean, I, I asked we you guys. have no idea what, who this guy I is. I asked in you guys context. to be positive Jesse, and you just started yelling at me. Have we, have we thought about maybe that Joe yeah. could be going like, you know how people are like, eh, this guy isn't referring to himself. Maybe he was referring to himself. That, him, that he sucks himself? That, he's, that he sucks. Maybe Joe was just putting it out there like, do people? He talk? woke up. Do he woke up and was like, like "I suck." I, and then he was like on Facebook, "This guy sucks." You're saying that he sees the excellent job I do at my videos, uh-huh. and he's just pointing at himself, mm-hmm. going, "This in guy." Comparison, going, "This guy okay. sucks." Yeah, I can't talking do about what himself. Steve does talking about himself in the third person? Oh my goodness, Joe, have some confidence. Yeah, though. Joe, you can do it. It took who, me a number of years. Who's that person who started their own LFR channel? It was like Hab's reaction videos. I think. Oh yeah, there's that. a that bunch. Was so cool. There's a bunch now. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Keep it up. Uh, Steve, stick to it. Hold I on. see so many people start and then stop. You know what? The problem is, is that you didn't copyright it like the Fine Brothers reaction videos. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about, <laughs> if you want to react to hockey, sports, <laughs> they would have. They would have come after you, eh? With that, anybody that wants to know what I'm talking about, the Fine Brothers do <laughs> quote-unquote reaction videos, which, by the way, people have been doing since the dawn of time and they didn't create this, but they tried to copyright them and they lost like a million followers because people were like, no, F you. We're not. And they're like, you're gonna, that- you can pay us and we'll consult you on how to make a creative and smart YouTube channel. Uh, no. Cool. I, I got an idea. Here, so here's my channel. It's I get out there and I tell the fine bros to go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's a really Not cool idea channel. for a YouTube channel. I mean, the arrogance of that. And by the way, you heard all my rage towards Uproxx. The fine bros were a great example of the internet uniting and saying, go fuck yourselves. Yep. They lost a ton of subscribers. Good. They should have. Assholes. I got another one. Is this recent? I don't know. There's no date on it. Okay. It's from Sean. Hey, Steve. If you've had it already, good. Then shut the fuck up and stop showing up on my Facebook feed. You piss me off. If you've had it already? I think this was a video um, from when the Leafs were losing consecutive games. And I was like, I've had it. I've had it. So I said, I, I've had it. And he said, all right, good. Then shut the fuck up. So Steve, hang on to that for just a second. Okay. Um, well, actually, no, you don't hang on to that. Go to the Sportsnet page and go to your most recent Canucks Leafs video, the Canucks one. Oh, boy. Just do that. Oh, boy. And we'll pick some winners out. Jesse, in yes. the meantime, while Adam's Steve's doing satisfied. that. Sure. While Steve's doing that, let's discuss uh, Sean. Okay. Sean. If Steve's had it. Yeah. Then he should probably stop, right? Um. Yeah. <laughs> you should take a break. Come back tomorrow. Uh-huh. I think Sean Sean is looking out for Steve. Sean is saying the Leafs are losing, but you know, if you come back if you take a break now, mm-hmm. if you shut the hell up right now, breathe deeply, come back tomorrow. Things will be better. And they might go on a three-game winning streak, which happened wow. because of Sean. Sean is is basically he's a he, Sean was teaching you mindfulness, man. He wants you to meditate. 
He was he was he wants you to sit in a room, focus on your breathing, mm-hmm. and and get a little bit more of the se- a sense of self, Steve. Wow, a sense of self. Yeah, I think it worked. I think it, I think it did. I mean, the Leafs did win three games in a row. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I haven't I haven't heard language like that since my drama teacher made us like uncomfortably meditate together in grade eleven. <laughs> um, I always just fell asleep. So I went to the LFR for my game, uh, for for the Leafs Canucks game. And uh, the thumbnail is me holding up a trash can <laughs> representing oh. Alex Burroughs. Oh, so this is good because... Representing Alex Burroughs. <laughs> Ooh, I think I'm the only person that doesn't hate Dangle. Well, okay, we can't read that one. That one's no good. Um, I mean, gosh. Oh, here we go. From Jerry. Hey, Sunshine, your mommy and her 10 cats want the basement back, so please move out. Maybe into the garage and get a real job. Yours truly, Canada Employment Center. And this is from Jerry. Where's Jerry work? Uh, case manager at Division of Developmental Disabilities. Studied at NYU. Lives in Burnaby, British Columbia. Jerry, I can see everything about you. You should probably stop talking shit. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go does ahead. That, and... Does that mean he's a lawyer? Case, no, no, no. Case, uh... I don't know. It sounds like he works in insurance. Case manager? Division of Developmental Disability? Hmm. I, I have no idea. Well, Jerry... Jerry was trying to motivate you because, uh, you know, and, and you can understand, Jerry, Jerry was applying a typical blogger stereotype to you. Do you, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Because he thinks that you live at home in your mom's basement. He was trying to motivate you to... To, to leave because you've been so successful, right? Right? Are either of you listening to me right now? No. Hello, is there anybody in the room that is listening to the show? Jerry thinks, he's like, wow, you are so successful. You're so successful that you can leave your mom's basement now. You can get out. Well, and you I can have the, my own garage? You can have your own garage. You can get it yourself. Jerry believes in you. And what, what was the last part of his comment? It was, um, oh, b- 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 um, oh, get a real job. Yeah, well, get a real my job. My parents say that to me all the time because this is this doesn't feel like, you know, we're not we're not digging ditches, right? We're we're doing a, a great thing for a living. It's a fun job. So it's quite, it was like, ah, get a real job. And while Adam was saying that, I figured out that a case manager does indeed fact work in insurance. Boom! Oh. They can work for many fine insurance places like Sun Life. Well, now you know where to go to get your garage insurance. Always been a bigger fan of Sonnet! <laughs> um, uh, now, someone came to my defense, actually, in the comments against uh, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and tell this person, uh, thank you, but pump the brakes. <laughs> because they said he has his own house, which I do, Darian. Yeah. Darian Lake. His, his name is Darian. He has his own house. I do have my own house. He's married. I am married. Has a kid on the way. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> when did you have a kid <laughs> on the way? Darian, I don't have a kid on the way. <laughs> I just thought I would throw that out there. Works for the biggest broadcasting company in Canada. Makes a lot of money for doing videos. I mean, I don't know about a lot of money. Ready writing articles. Yeah, you were mostly right there, Darian, but uh, there's no baby dangle. <laughs> Chill. Oh, Darian's so nice. Unless, oh, Darian's referring to Iggy. Mm. Uh, Iggy's alive, Darian. Yeah. He's already here. Iggy, Iggy's here. He's not on the way. Um, have you guys heard about the uh, the nightclub in Regina? What? Adam, fuck, man. There's kids listening to the show. Oh, I just uh, said fuck. Uh, the nightclub in Regina. And, and nightclubs, they like to theme their nights, right? 
they like to theme their nights. They like to have something that uh, that will bring people in the door. Ladies' night. Yeah, the foam party, toga party. Yeah, whatever it is, summer summer fling. Dollar sh- <laughs> nickel shot night. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite John Mulaney bits. Um, so Gabos in Regina is hosting a big party on Thursday night. It's Thursday, November the 10th. Gabos? Gabos. Gabos Nightclub. Because nothing nothing screams nightclub like the name Gabos. Gabo, Gabo, <laughs> Gabo! <laughs> so, All the kids in Regina are a little less obese. <laughs> Gabos seems like the kind of club you go to when you're 47 and newly divorced. Uh, <laughs> no, there's anything wrong with that. I, I'm from a family of many divorces, but... But <laughs> it doesn't seem like the young hip club. I could be wrong. Went to Halifax for my bachelor party, and part of the part of what I liked about that is I didn't want to go to a strip club, which is handy because Halifax only has one strip club, and it's called Ralph's. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to Gabos, and I don't want to go to Ralph's. Ralph's is in Dartmouth. <laughs> oh, is it? But it's still it's oh. still technically Halifax. Dartmouth is just a different neighborhood, but uh, Dartmouth. Oh, uh, you're gonna get so well actually or butt actually? Um no no, it's in Dartmouth. Oh boy. I lived there. I I can at least attest I went, to that. I was there for three days, so I know uh, as much. <laughs> That's how um, it works. And Dartmouth is coming along, but was economically disadvantaged for a long time and is only now seeing the benefits of the mm. of the growth of the city. I know their national bird is the dreadhawk. Now Gra- Gabo's nightclub. On November the 10th is having an, an evening where you get two for one tequila. Hey, okay. That's all right. All right. right. So if it's a nickel shot, it's really two and a half cents a shot. Is that a bird that wears dreadlocks? A dreadhawk? <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's from a picnic face sketch, first of all. Second of all, how dare you? Um, <laughs> Gabo's nightclub is calling it Lest We Forget Night. No! Because November 11th is no! the next day. They're offering two-for-one tequila shots, and in the poster for it, they actually have poppies in the background. What's the matter with you? <laughs> oh. So this is a real thing. I don't, that's not so bad. That's Why? pretty bad, dude. What's the thing called? Lest we forget night, two-for-one tequila. But what if it's like free beer for veterans? As in, lest we forget, we're going to get so drunk. That's not what it is. No, it's lest we forget we got so hammered last night, we forgot what happened. That's pretty creative. No, Jesse. Oh, is that what they're going for? The day before. Oh, I know that's what they're going Uh, for. And they have poppies in the picture. (laughs) It's not so bad. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) There's so much wrong with that. Uh, That's okay. Hey everybody, let's honor our thousands of honor our thousands of fallen dead. That's right, the thousands of people who fell long before their time. Making sacrifices for us here and overseas. Uh, let's let's make sure we uh, honor them with uh, two for one tequila night, lest we forget. Down at Gabos, Gabos, Gabos. See, it sounds pretty good in context. I'm, I'm that was like half like cheesy. Like Cornwall radio guy, half monster truck. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Half strip club DJ. Yeah, half, bit. yeah. Anyway, bit. there's. So I wanted you to know great, that there's a great episode of Louis where they they go to a strip club and they tell the strippers that someone died. 
Oh my god! And who went there all the time, but uh-huh. like they didn't know what that guy meant to them. So the DJ like stops the music and has like a moment of silence for the guy, and all the strippers are crying. This is what that reminds me of. That oh my god. Yep. I also want to tell you about the Leafs fans, and this was tweeted at me a million times. Oh. Leafs fans uh, who are actually from Kingston, um, who have five kids. Good Canadian kids. Uh, the husband in this relationship is a huge Leafs fan. Cool. The wife is not. Oh, dear. But they've named every single child after a Toronto Maple Leaf. And here's the worst part. Recent ones. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like one or two here you can get behind. So the first one's oh, no. the first one here oh, is no. Justice Tucker, eleven years old. As in that's Tucker's the middle name. Justice Tucker. Second one is ten years old, Angel McCabe. Angel McCabe. Okay. Oh no. Their third child, Domi, nine years old. His name is Domi? Yeah. His first name. Domi. I'm not naming giving you the, the uh last name. The last name. Domi McGillicuddy. And five years old. Oh no. Colt Nor. <laughs> She's Why? not even not even a Leaf fan. This woman is a saint. And, and She's a saint. They're pregnant with their with uh with another daughter, oh, they uh, just, Alex Sugal. They just gave birth. Oh yeah? Oh, to, no. to Kadri. To young Kadri. The name of the child is Kadri. Kadri. Oh, see, I saw Kadri tweet them. Yeah. Oh, so that was them. That was them. I didn't know that was the same Why? person. I there's something about now. Look, if you're a fan and you want to do that, okay, okay, whatever. So no, there's something they, about naming your kids after another person who's not a family member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just weird to uh, me. Spoken like a true Italian with your 45 middle names. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Maria, <laughs> Alessandro, hey. Alessandro. We gotta name it after everybody in the family, every child. Um, no, but but here's you the thing. You don't name them after your after your nono. They said. Uh, they said. <laughs> Steve Bobbity Boopity Dangle, right? <laughs> um, I, they said, I don't want to knock the superstars like the Kessels or the Crosbys, but it's not about the name on the back. You play for the logo on the front, and that's what I felt those players did best. Breaking news. What's breaking news? Jakob Truba has rescinded his trade request. Whoa. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, yeah, that doesn't Truba. mean anything. That means. Nothing. That's just a PR this is move, really. Quote yeah, means absolutely from nothing. Ken Weeb. Does Jakob Truba still want to be traded? Jakob Truba. No. <laughs> I've committed to sign here. When I signed that piece of paper, everything changed in my mind. Jacob. Does that mean anything? No. It means absolutely nothing. Don't wear a tracksuit to the rink. I'm just saying. So I wanted you to know that that happened. Uh, uh, that uh, there's five players or five five kids in Kingston, Ontario. With names after recent Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, if Kadri gets suspended for a hit, does their kid Kadri have to sit out of school while he's suspended? That is a stretch, my friend. Uh, the, I want to quickly say... Is it any more of a stretch than their names? <laughs> I am excited for these Ontario-born kids we to need, one day be drafted into the WHL. We have some stuff to get to. First off, um, uh, Tortorella, uh, <laughs> best quote ever this week, I'd rather spend time doing... 
doing that than listening to this crap about Corsi and Fenwick. And by doing that, I believe he means, uh, I forget what he's saying. I don't know what the heck he means. But anyway, I'd rather spend time uh, doing that than listening to this crap about Corsi and Fenwick because those stats do not apply. I don't care what anybody says in this league. They don't apply to the game of hockey. The scoring chances for and against is what tells us the story of the individual player and your team concept as far as what's going on. How do you get a scoring chance, John? What, wait, wait. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Oh, it usually comes from a shot. Look, what do we think John Tortorella thought about all that? Like, are we really going to get upset at him? No, that? I don't think we can. I'm over it. I've, <laughs> I've, I spent all my Corsi rage like two years ago. I spent it all. And now you're, you're... I think a valuable lesson in life is learning when to let people be wrong. Mm-hmm. Eh. John Tortorella is welcome to be John Tortorella and learn nothing. Nothing. I want to stay on the cup in 2004. I don't think he's learned shit since. Christina Rutherford put together a uh, Q&A with him. She had a big, long Q&A, which you can see at sportsnet.ca. And I think it's worth reading. Uh, this also came out because this is all from, from Sportsnet and Russian Machine Never Breaks. Uh, Christina Rutherford, and this is to him towards the end. KR. Is the public perception of you different than how you actually are? And JT, John Tortorella says, oh, sure. And Christina says, I was a little scared to talk to you, to be honest. And JT says, oh, no, but I can't do anything about that. And I don't want to chase perception. It's too hard. These top 10 lists sports networks sometimes have, if that's what you people think of me, I can't change that because that is me in those situations. If you want people to roll me up in a ball and say that's who he is, I can't change that. But for the people who really know me, they know me. This is a hard interview for me and you're going to end this pretty quickly because you're talking too much about me. Let me repeat that sentence. This is a hard interview for me. By the way, this interview is about John Tortorella. This is a hard interview for me, and you're going to end this pretty quickly because you're talking too much about me. Christina Rutherford, who, by the way, we've had on this show. Oh, yeah. If you need reference for her, listen to the episode. I mean, I, most intimidating person we've had on. And she says... Sure. <laughs> I thought she was going to punch me in the throat. Christina Rutherford says, really? This is the end? And he says, this is the last question for you, Christina. Out of the game, I'm private, so we're done. Christina Rutherford's like, we're done? And he's like, we're done. All right. She says, well, all right. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you. And John Tortorella responds with, I'm not trying to be rude, but I have a plane to catch. Which maybe fair enough. Yeah, it's all good. He had a plane to catch. Uh, Then why did he say that he was ending the interview because they were talking too much about him? He just forgot to mention that he had a plane to catch. It could be that he's lying about having to catch a plane. (laughs) It could also be that he just sucks balls with words. John Tortorella, like... He says a lot of them. You, it, saying a lot of words doesn't mean you're good with them. And he's good with none words. <laughs> none of the words. And all that that mishmash jumble that you just alphagetti souped at us all. That John Tortorella doesn't know how to fucking talk. Okay. He might have been being perfectly polite. Um, but the reason he gets himself into so much trouble, the reason he gets on all these top ten lists, is the guy doesn't know how to talk. It's Phil Kessel syndrome almost in Toronto. The opposite, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, complete opposite ends, and yet the same. Um, I also <laughs> wanted to just get you, let you know that uh, 
Jesus walked on water and Tim Tebow walked off against the mess of solar socks. <laughs> hey, he won the game. <laughs> he won the game. Walk off single. I believe you played to win the game. <laughs> he was late on a fastball and he got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and lastly, before we, before we uh, go to the actual press conference, there's something we didn't get to last, year, last week and I wanted to, to get to this. Jesse, can you bring up our Reddit page? Uh, yes. Remember the clock over. with no watch? Sure. Can we go through some of the responses? Reddit. For the next five minutes about from our Reddit page, because these are brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. We have an idea for a new Reddit. Um, it's it's the same website, but with no content. <laughs> You're not allowed to submit anything. Um, the, the These are just so amazing. So these are the Kickstarter ideas. Remember there was the watch with no clock because it was oh, an art great. piece and you infinity. I got it here. It's a piece of art. It talks about who you are. It's a piece of art, but with heart. You can wear who you are on your sleeve. Levi Maestro. Rather than just acting like a person, like everybody else. This one's from Tyler. A bag of uncracked pistachios. (laughs) The perfect desktop desktop piece to show you you eat healthy and yet have food available. What? Uncracked pistachios. I like that. What's his name? Tyler. Tyler, you just looked at the first thing you saw on your desk. Uh, We are. I don't know who this one's from. It's not in the crop. We are looking for backers for our new Kickstarter for an ice rink with no ice. We call it the Barclays Center. (laughs) Now, hey, that wasn't nice to our friend Daisy. Oh, that's from Eric. (laughs) <laughs> That's from Daisy. Can you imagine? I was just fucking with you guys. Uh, this one's from Herb. <laughs> Have you ever been running and feel like something was missing? How about walking or even just standing? Have you felt as if you wanted to be one with the earth, with the grass between your toes, or the hot asphalt underfoot? This is the soulless shoe. The shoe for runners, walkers, and people who want to feel connected to the earth. Oh my god, that's, that's great! Good, right? It's like a visor, but footwear. Wow. It's like, you I know, love it. Jer- Jeremy's got a great one, too. That, oh. Yeah, that was from her. Jeremy says, we created an escalator that doesn't move. We coined this creation stairs. <laughs> that's a bit of a Mitch Hedberg bit, but uh-huh. I'll give it to yes, you. I'll give it yes. to you. Give it to you. How about... This is from uh, Jackie I Chell as fro on Twitter. I don't the think no phone, which is a brick of rubber that gives you a piece of plastic to clutch. <laughs> you can use it to uh, avoid people who are trying to sell you things on the sidewalk. <laughs> it gives you something to hold while you're taking a dump. I got one. I got one. Okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> this comes from Adam. Adam Zepp, 91. Oh, okay. A pizza with zero toppings. Why must people fill their lives with as much as they can? We need to slow down and truly experience minimalism. We'd like to take a closer look at what we eat and appreciate each ingredient the way they were meant to be appreciated. No cheese, no pepperoni, no sauce. We call it bread. But the way he spells it is (laughs) B-R-E-D. No! That's exactly how Levi Maestro would spell it. (laughs) This one's from Connor. He calls them ear styles. Beautiful, simplistic, revolution. Revolutionary it should be, but still. Do you love the way do you love the way a nice pair of headphones look around your neck or on your ears? The problem with conventional headphones is they don't let you talk to people and is ruining our culture. 
Be the first to grab the hottest fashion piece of the decade with beautiful silence. Become part of the revolution and help fund ear styles, where our motto is style without losing touch. Now, don't people wow. actually do that? Like, just wear their headphones? I think, yeah, for like a, like a, a scarf. For like a summer, Beats by Dre were like just a fashion item. Oh my God. Which is so lame. Oh my God. That's going to be so, the mullet, yeah. one of our mullet things of our generation. In grade seven, I'm pretty sure I did that. But it wasn't even with yeah. big hey, headphones hey, with hey. cans. How old were you? 13. Oh, okay. continue. You're allowed to be a dick when you're 13? Yeah. Okay, fair you're allowed yeah. to be a dick when you're 13 because you're 13. Okay. Uh, Aurelius, Edge, a razor with no blades. You use it because you're a man of growth and unlimited potential. And you show it proudly <laughs> on your face. You show it proudly on your face. Eventually, you'll be more beard than man. But who among us was ever really a man? You own up to it, and so does your new edge. Pro- selling proudly in ethically sourced sterling silver for one thirty nine ninety nine. Who wrote that? Oh, That's great. Aurelius. Great one. Great one. Oh. Wow. Oh. Ethically sourced. It's so silver. It's you know what? There's so many of them. Go to the Reddit page. Let's do the press conference while we still have time. The presser. SDP. The Steve Dangle press conference. First question comes from Jesse Blake. Hi, Jesse. He writes on his phone. Steve, as a member of the zoo, a former member of the zoo, what did you think of that video of the cucked penguin losing his wife? <laughs> I, I think that might be the first time we've ever heard the word cucked <laughs> on this podcast. Are, are you a Trump supporter? I am not. Cucked yeah. is a cucked is a is a Trump thing, aren't they? Using it's that? blown no, up it's, over the last year or so. But uh, it's been a thing. And they like that. using it, yeah. but they're not the only ones who use it. All right. What was the question? I totally missed it. So the video of the have you seen the video of so there's this penguin. He's got a penguin girlfriend. Comes home from the the penguin office. No, he went to go make money for his penguin wife. Exactly. And while he he was out working hard with his wings, she was back at home in her hole fucking some other dude. <gasps> Another penguin. Yeah. So they trifling. Scrap. Mm-hmm. They scrap. And it's a great. Wait, video. is this an actual video? Oh yeah, yeah it's great. It's from uh, National oh, Geographic. Is it the new Planet Earth? No, it's not from. It's just from. Because this is a Nat great Geo. video. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, have you seen? Wait, now, the who pl- scraps? Is it the husband wife or is the husband? No, the husband, husband and, and husband in the home wrecker. Yeah. And the husband. He loses. Yeah. The husband loses. loses well, he loses. At first, they're fighting, and then, and then they both stop. They stop battling, and then they call out to the to the wife, oh, and they yeah. say, rah, 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 rah. and then she has to choose one of them, and then she goes with the home. <gasps> oh, and, damn! And then, so then they crawl back. They crawl back into the hole. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to do one last ditch effort. I'm trying to get, I'm going to try and win her back. So then he goes back into the hole and he starts pecking at the, the, the cheater, the home wrecker. And they go so for eyes. So he can come back out and they can fight again. There's so blood everywhere. He starts pecking at his face and then the home wrecker comes back out and they start going at it again. The husband, the home wrecker. And then the husband starts losing because this cheater, you know, he's got some skills. There's a so reason that, she <laughs> lusted for yeah. his he was a bigger, you, strong, you I mean, penguin so then, item. So then he's, he's losing. Losing the war, and then finally he tries one last time to do the call out thing to the wife and be like, oh, come, come get me. And then she still stays with the home. This record. is a real thing? Yeah. Oh, that's savage. Yeah. That's so savage. then she sticks with the dude who's Man, stole. nature. Yeah. Freaking nature, man. There's another video, and this one's from the new planet Earth. Yes. Of the salamander running from yeah. all the snakes. Yeah. Holy shit! It's an iguana. Iguana. Iguana, whatever. It's yes. better than any action movie I've the seen over the last five better. years. The penguin one's better. 
Two minutes and 20 seconds. That, one, that one's real life. Penguin one, I learned things. Well, so you know, the penguin thing was real life. Did you no, see but it? the penguin one is like, that's a relationship drama. Yeah, the other one true. just, you're running from a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, like there's characters, right? Yeah. There's not just, ah, ah, no, ah! And, then, and then all the responses of like pictures of nice penguins, this is side of media people don't want you to see. Like those are incredible. When you I, versus the penguin she told you not to worry yeah. about. When I saw that video, the, 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 the one with the snakes and the iguana, I thought the whole time, how did they get that shot? How the hell is the cameraman not going, Jesus Christ, there's 40 <laughs> fucking snakes coming at me. Holy fucking shit. Fuck this iguana. He's going to eat the iguana. They'll eat me. That's fucking scary. Oh, my God. And snakes are so I don't care what anyone says. They are the creepiest animals on earth because of the way they move. They're meant to send shivers up your spine. You're supposed to be intimidated by them. It's like crocodiles. Don't tell me a crocodile is adorable. They're fucking scary. I think there's something weird about having a pet that doesn't love you. Yes. That is actively trying to eat you. Does not love you. Trying to eat you. Now you're going to go ahead and tell me, no, my snake, that snake doesn't love you, crazy person. To be fair, your birds don't love you. That snake will eat you if you sleep too long. What? To be fair. Oh, my birds hate me. Yeah. So, yeah. So. No, it's definitely weird that we have them, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, At least I admit it. it. Well, the question was, as what? a former member of the oh. zoo, <laughs> what did I think of What it? did you think? Did you have penguins at the zoo? Yep. Yep. They were a relatively new addition. Uh, I think they were only there maybe for one summer before I left. Um, man, I learned something from that video, though, is that penguins, unlike most birds, don't have hollow wings they have solid bone so when they flap at you and beat you over the head with their wings they're punching you it's like it's like getting a forearm shiver friggin every every time they throw a punch um it reminds me that um (laughs) a lot of parts of the zoo or a lot of uh exhibits you can't have more than one male in there Mm. or you know, obviously yeah. you give birth to a child, a baby gorilla or whatever. When that gorilla hits Harambe. a certain age, when it gets to, oh, certainly Harambe's age. Harambe's like silverback though, like grown up. When when you get to, you know, when, when that gorilla baby, whatever, a gorilla cub, whatever you call that, whenever they get to a certain age, he's they gotta, gotta go. go. He's gotta go. I'm trying to remember the kind of, we had him, some kind of primate. Ah, wasn't the macaque, which had the most entertaining name. Might have been a baboon, because those guys are vicious. Oh, yeah, you don't want to get next to that. And there was a part of the zoo where we had to keep like the this other male baboon, and every time you drove by, it'd just be like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> because it was just so on edge, but you couldn't keep him in with the other baboon because he was just as crazy. We went to a, uh, a primate sanctuary, Jesse and I, way, way back. And um, there's one in, where was it? Remember we went with Blake? Um, I forget where it's, it's here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, where the IKEA monkey is. Yeah, so we went to check on him on Darwin. Uh, someone I went to school with, by the way, was the person who took the IKEA monkey picture. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, uh, Storybook Farms in Sunderland, Ontario. That's right. So we went out there, wow. and it's the middle of winter. We go into this thing, this this barn, and you know these people are are doing this out of the kindness of their hearts, and they got a whole bunch of animals in there, primates that were test animals or they were pets. People actually bring these things in as pets. And there were certain ones that you, if you walked in and you looked at them in the eyes, which I made the mistake of doing, because you just look at them, yeah. right? They will come at you. Oh, yeah. Like you've never, they would tear you apart, oh, limb yeah. from limb. And they're not, they're half the size, but they're 10 times the strength and way, scary. Way stronger. Yeah. It's, 
like people always talk about like, oh, what would be the worst animal to get killed by? Monkey. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just a really, really strong human with zero remorse <laughs> and <sighs> sharper teeth. Yep. And a stronger jaw. Like, <laughs> that, uh, horrible. Horrifying. Yeah, horrifying. absolutely. Now, I'm not saying they're all evil. I'm just saying That's don't nature, keep man. one as a pet. They, um, like, they're one of the only species that actively murders members of their own family. They member they 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 go after and actively murder that we know of yeah that we know that of. we know of so this stuff about monkeys and like eating meat and like cannibalism it's relatively recent knowledge because it's only been observed recently like I'm uh, there's got to be other crazy stuff going on in the animal world man working at the zoo was fun I miss talking about animals I miss learning about animals they're amazing yeah they're amazing one thing that you really need to challenge yourself to do once you graduate you know, high school or post-secondary or whatever is to continue learning. It's actually kind of hard. Like you need to like seek it out. Yeah. You know, Animals, it's, really, it's like endless knowledge because we're still learning. Things that become really hard, at least I, that I found out of school, making new friends, learning new stuff. Making new friends is hard. Very hard as an adult. How do people, Jesse, how do people find, like if you were to go look for a girlfriend, how would you do it if it wasn't for Tinder? Go to the bar. Uh, I'm not the best person to ask. Fair enough. I, dude, I, I found knew. It. I knew you were just gonna tell me to talk to the hand, stonewall me. Dude, I did it. How'd you do it? You talk to people. That's you messed people. up. You're weird. You're a freak. Well, no, you just you talk to strangers. <laughs> it's like my aunt and uncle. You talk to good-looking strangers. I don't know. <laughs> my aunt and uncle supposedly met at a pet store, and I'm like, what? He just walked up to her and started talking. Mm-hmm. That's madness. <laughs> He doesn't even own a pet. That's my bastard. <laughs> well, yeah, like he's in there looking for a different. There are people kind of that cat. just meet at coffee shops. Oh man, that's my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> they just meet, they start talking, they exchange numbers. It's not that hard. That's messed up, man. It's not. It's not. That. Jesse, next question. Uh, this one's from our Reddit page. Which comment section is worse, YouTube or Facebook? Oh my God, Facebook. Facebook, Facebook easily. Well, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Ah, here's why. Here's why. People on YouTube may say worse things, but I know for a fact at least half of them are trolling. And they're also hiding behind anonymity. When people say stuff on Facebook with their face and here's my kid. They and, mean it. And I, I work, in Burn- I work at a church company think. in Burnaby. Yeah, they mean it. They believe that in their heart of hearts. Did I just spit on you? No, sorry, no, no. I just saw you wipe your oh, face. You, no, 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 I just was wiping. I, sp- I spit on them. <laughs> because they mean that shit. So even though they've toned it down, they don't sound quite as much like Hitler. <laughs> At least uh, the YouTube person, as vile as they are, are just doing it in in the way of Skank Hunt 42 from South Park. Yeah. Yes. For the lulls. The lulls, yeah. They're people on Facebook, themselves. No, yeah, they mean it. People on Facebook yeah. mean that. Can I be honest? Uh, Facebook, no. going on Facebook gives Lie. me anxiety and oh, I yeah. don't, I try not to like, if I'm, if I'm posting a status, it's because I've copied it from Twitter where I've already posted it <laughs> and I can't stand looking at the kiss 925 Facebook page other than the content. I'll look at the content. I refuse to look at the comments. It used to drive Blake nuts. She'd be like, what am I going to do about this commenter? So she's, and like, it would ruin Blake's afternoon. And I'd be like, you can't look at the comments. Well, this is our page. We have to police that. No, no, sorry. We can't police people's responses to things. We, I, I tested it out once. I tested it out. When I was running the Facebook page at Kiss92.5, Miley Cyrus was enormous. So I, I said to my co-host at the time, I'm like, dude, I am gonna, I'm going to 
I'm going to put up a picture of Miley Cyrus and just see what happens. Do you know what the first comment was? That's all you did was you just posted just a picture posted of Miley Cyrus. without comment. What do you think the first comment was? Uh, hit me. What it. a dirty whore. And it was from a woman with two children in Bowmanville. <laughs> wow, you remember that shit. Yeah. That's burned. That was just a social experiment. Facebook is the worst. And I would suggest to anybody that has children, because I'm I sure as hell keeping my kids off Facebook if I can't. If it even exists at that point. I don't think your kids will use Facebook. I don't think so either. I don't think kids use it. It's the worst. The worst. Damn. Sorry. Um, can you design the Steve Dangle burger? It's Facebook without comments. <laughs> uh, the Steve Dangle burger. Ooh. It would be lamb, probably, because I find lamb burgers to be delicious. Okay. Um, which means you got to have some kind of goat cheese on there. There's got to be an element of mint. Well, see, everyone's like, you're supposed to have mint with lamb. And I'm like, I don't know. I never. Yeah. Like some kind of like mint sauce. And I've never, I don't know. I never really liked it that much. I've never had mint on like meat. You know what? This is the Steve burger. So I'm taking it off. Okay. There's none of that. Um, little chunks of jalapeno. Mmm. Little chunks of jalapeno. You know what a jalapeno is? It's a pepper. It's a pepper. I like jalapenos. Okay. I can do jalapenos. I can do chilies. Okay. I can tolerate hot peppers like banana peppers because I get the spice, but they also taste a little bit like a pepper. I don't like it, but um, maybe some mozzarella. What's your special sauce? Hmm? What's your special sauce? Do I have a sauce? You also have to come up with a burger. Oh, God. So. Do I have a sauce? I don't know if I have a sauce. Thousand Islands dressing. I need to, yeah. Guacamole, no, yeah. <laughs> Guacamole salad dressing. <laughs> All right, here's mine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I need to come up with a Steve burger. Yeah. You're right. A Stevie Nicks burger. A Stevie Nicks burger. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> no, that name Stevie might already Nicks. be taken. Yeah, no, Just throwing that out there. That might already be a Stevie Nicks. No, no. Um, before we go, because I quickly have to do this. Bison burger patty. Yeah. Bison burger patty. Uh, I was trying to think of less terrible for the earth. Like Buffalo. Sorry, I just watched that. Like Buffalo Bisons. Like the baseball players. You're going to have a meat patty. Made from Buffalo. Made from Bisons. Made from Bisons. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that piece of, (laughs) they call it Canadian bacon, but it's pea meal bacon is what it's actually thick cut but good cook with like a like a it's got to be crispy better, on the outside. Better bacon. Yeah, better bacon. It's bacon always, that is actually meat. Yeah, bacon that actually is satiating. Um, ba- look, bacon tastes great. It's not meat. Mm-hmm. It's made from an animal. It's not meat. You mayo, know what I mean? Mayo and real hot sauce mixed together. So real you get, hot get a sauce. real hot sauce, but a vinegar hot sauce, but still a real hot sauce. Mix it with mayo. Can it be Frank's? Sure, it can. Um, yeah, sauce that's not real hot sauce. You can, but hot sauce. Whoa. Hold up. We have like no. a minute here. Uh, lettuce, tomato, and uh, mustard. There you go. Sorry, what? I'm just going to really quickly, to Jesse's point, if the meat is cooked properly and if it's a good enough cut of meat, you don't need that much sauce. No, you're, no. you're ruining your food. Because I was trying to think of the special sauce for my lamb, and all I was thinking of was delicious, delicious lamb. You don't. You can't put hot sauce on a rack of ribs. Eat the damn ribs. They well, taste no, but delicious. if you cook the ribs in a really good sauce, yeah, cook ah! it in it. But don't be throwing. It's one o'clock. Yeah, you're late. Oh. Yeah, we. Gotta Sorry, go. I just wanted to wait till you were late. Don't be throwing sauce on all over your meat after it's done. If it was cooked right, it should be good. Jesse Blake, everybody. Steve Dangle podcast out for today. We'll be back Thursday. Go Leafs, go. Hey Canucks. 
How's that losing streak feel? Ribs are overrated the Barclay Center. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.